You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneurnetwork.com podcast, the voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now, onto the show. Welcome to the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast, daily conversations with Christian entrepreneurs to inspire and empower Christian business owners to walk strongly in their faith while build a thriving business that honors Him in every way. Now, over to your host, Anne-Marie Cross. Welcome to another episode of the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast. This is episode 196 brought to you by Podcasting with Purpose, helping you to stand out, be heard and become that influential voice in your industry. And I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cross, the Podcasting Queen. Now, my guest today says God created you to do it all with his priorities. God first, family first, business third. And you would have heard her speak about that in the last podcast we did together. But today, she's going to dive into something which is uh, something that came out of the last conversation. So... Tiona Blyden joins us again today. And just a reminder, Tiona is a lifestyle coach that helps Christian women who to balance faith, to balance love, family, and ambition with Proverbs 31 boss system. Now on today's show, Tiona's going to share how to become a prayer warrior. And the reason why I've invited her back to talk about this topic is because something she mentioned in the previous show was that you started, Tiona, to really focus on your prayer life and the the things, the situations that were just transformed and the people's lives that you were able to impact through prayer was something that was just so um, incredibly uh, exciting that I think as Christians, we don't realize often the real power of prayer. So I've got you back on the show to share some insights and other things that you're doing so that we can all become prayer warriors as well and, and really continue to not just build kingdom businesses, but make incredible shifts in the lives of so many people all, all throughout the world. So welcome back to the show. Thank you. I'm so excited to be back. It's been a long time coming between the last show that I did, and I'm excited to be back today, even more excited than I was the last time. Oh, because well, it's my favorite thing to talk about, mm. the most, un, most underestimated thing that Christian entrepreneurs have. They have a secret weapon, which is prayer that they barely ever use. Mm -hmm. So I'm excited to talk about it today. Yeah, wonderful. So just take us back to the time where you started to become more intentional with your prayer time. Take us back to that time. And then what were some of the things that you started to do? So um, this start, strategic prayer started for me in 2016. In March of 2016, my husband and I were having a very tough time in our marriage. Um, and I know a lot of people can probably relate to that. We had a very tough time and I tried everything I knew. I, you know, I tried to encourage, I tried to um, try to shut my mouth about certain things or try to ignore it. I tried everything. And finally I got to a place where the marriage just was not working. Um, my husband, he was laid off of his job. He was unemployed for 18 months. It was the first time that either one of us had gone through anything like that. And on top of that, we had three children and I was pregnant with another one. So um, it was a really tough time for us. And I, I didn't, you know, the word says, after you've done all you can, you just got to just stand, right? <laughs> so um, I just, I did everything I knew to do. And um, I had to think about, 
some women in my life that were married um, at my church that I was going to at the time. The women in the church, excuse me, the women in the church, they, they were basically, they had been married for over 30 years. So I said, you know, um, I'm sure that in 30 years, they've been through something like this. I mean, the Holy Spirit just popped that into my mind. And yeah. so um, I just wanted to act on that. So I went to them, you know, um, usually I'm so poised and polished. Well, I went to them and I was really raw. I said, if you don't help me with my marriage today, my husband is getting out of my house when I get home. Mm. I was very serious. <laughs> and um, so, so they let me cry and they let me whine for a whole hour, well, about 50 minutes. And then the last 10 minutes of the one hour meeting, they said, do you want to fix it? I said, yes. They said, um, have you tried everything you can? I said, yes. And they said, well, come back tomorrow with a pen and a pad, a pen, a journal, and take this book home to read about being a wife and come back tomorrow and be ready to learn. So I came back the next day. And they told me that, they said, Tiana, a man is not designed for you to tell him what to do. God did not create him that way. So if you want him to do anything, if you're dissatisfied about anything, you have to talk to your father. And um, I, that was a tough pill to swallow because I was so irritated. I didn't want to wait any longer. And so um, March the 26th, 2016, they taught me to pray the word. They said, you can feel what you want to feel, but you have to speak what you know. Mm. And so in every situation that you don't like, you're going to have to find a scripture that agrees with what God said, and you have to stand on it. They said, make it personal, put your name in it, put his name in it and say it every single day. Mm. And your life is going to have to line up. So, um, you know, I, being the person that I am, I didn't want to be patient. I said, well, why don't you just give me some scriptures so that I can just say them? I don't have time to look them up. I've been dealing with this for 18 months. And they told me something that was very key. Mm. They said, Tiana, when you read the scriptures on those topics, there are going to be a lot of them. But the ones that jump out at you, mm. they have the blood on, on them for you. The blood of Jesus is on those for you. So when you read those scriptures and you find those ones that's jumping off the page, those are the ones that you need to stand on and the angels have to respond. Mm. So I took about two weeks. I know this is a long story. No, but, but this is a great story because it can continue. The, <laughs> this is the meat and potatoes. I have to be really honest. We just yeah. being impatient. It took me about two weeks to come up with a prayer strategy and I did that prayer strategy. I started praying those prayers. I, I, first of all, I had about five pages of prayers for my marriage alone. Mm. I started doing it for my children. I started doing it for my household. I started saying prayers over myself, over my mind and my thoughts and things like that. And I started to see God move. Wow. Within two months, my husband had a job. Within six months, my husband got a $10,000 raise. Wow. Within a few months after that, my husband was permanent and he got another raise. And I could see a move happening in my house and my family and my marriage and my business. And so um, 
I just, from that moment, I, I've always played strategically. So I'm always standing on a scripture. Mm-hmm. Even right now, as I plan my very first conference, the Proverbs 31 Boss Conference, which is both exciting and scaring me to death. Yeah. Um, I, my team and I are standing on scriptures, John, John 15, 16, and, you know, Hebrews 12, 13. And, mm. you know, as we are praying about this, we are standing on scriptures because there are going to be times when your circumstances don't agree with what God said, mm-hmm. but you have to say what you know yeah. until your circumstances line up with it. Mm. So when, when they advised you and they said, you need to say what you know. So if you have a look at your circumstance or maybe our circumstances so that we know, okay, and to approach that. So when you say we need to say what we know, is that the Bible verses or what's going on in the situation that, that we really want to see changed? It's the, it's the Bible verses. You know, right. um, when I think about every person that God chose, to do something. The mm-hmm. circumstances didn't agree with what he said. Mm-hmm. You know, um, when when Mary was carrying Jesus and Joseph and, and she was pregnant and she was a virgin, I mean, like yeah. that's that is not something that is common or or Moses saying, Okay, I want you to go, the Red Sea is gonna open up and you're gonna get through it. Mm-hmm. All he's looking at is a large body of water. Yeah. Or David, who was a shepherd boy, and, and God is saying to him, okay, you're going to be the next king. Um, you know, that, you know, that what you know is what God said. Yeah. Your circumstances have to get into alignment with that. So yeah. when something doesn't match what you know God said or what you know he promised you or what you feel mm-hmm. that your destiny is, the way that you change it is by speaking his word. And I, I really want to, mm-hmm. like, double back a little bit because one of the things that I teach people when I actually just spoke about this last week at a conference at a women's conference is praying the word is so important because when you think about in Ephesians 6 and we're talking when we're looking at the armor the armor of God mm-hmm. and they're saying put on the helmet of salvation the breastplate of righteousness the belt of truth the sandals of peace the the um, shield of faith and then the sword of the spirit. When you look at all of that armor, every piece of armor is is made to protect you, mm. except for the sword. The sword is the only thing you can defend yourself with. Yes. So when it comes to praying, when it comes to, you have to pray the word. You yes. have to know the word. You have to read the word. And that's why um, it's easy to have secondhand faith and hear it from the pulpit or hear it from your pastor, or take their word for it. But you got to have, your your sword has to be sharpened on your own. You mm-hmm. have to read the word. You have to know the word. You have to be standing on something. And so I don't even say prayers right now um, in any situation without having something to stand on. Yes. I'm standing on something for my children. I am mm-hmm. standing on something for people. I have like a list of people that I pray for every single day until the Holy Spirit tells me that something has changed. And so mm-hmm. um, when you become, when, as a Christian, we are intercessors. Yes. We have to intercede for people. We have to intercede for our families. We have to intercede because we have a real enemy. The enemy is real. Yeah, and and yeah. the most, the, the thing that he wants us to believe is that he doesn't exist, but he really does. And so we have a real enemy. We have to use the sword because not praying the word is like being in a battlefield without armor. Yes. 
you're out there and you just have on like you have on a helmet and you're out there as bullets flying around but you don't have a gun mm -hmm. you've got to load that gun up by by reading the word and 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 you have to use the word by saying it out loud and speaking to certain situations mm -hmm. and saying mm -hmm. you know what this thing has to line up with what i know which mm -hmm. is what god said yeah so then in your prayer journal, you might have different names. Let's say a situation and so that you want, say in the, the case that you've given an example of your marriage, and then you find Bible verses that speaks truth, God's truth into that. And so then in your prayer time, how, how does that look? You, you stating that, you're standing up and you're declaring these, you know, incredible words, which we know are, are life and truth. So you continue to say those. Do you also say other prayers where you ask for certain things that you want God to move in? How does that work for you? Um, so my prayer time is not, um, it's not really any formula. Yeah, There's no real formula to it. It's, it's saying the word. And I don't really want anybody to get caught up on formulas because I don't think that, that God wants us to believe that it's a magic formula for anything. I would just say that for me, I have certain prayers that I'm just praying. I have certain scriptures that I'm standing on. I pray for my business. Mm -hmm. I pray for my clients. I pray for my I pray for my community. I say things like, God, because I live here, nothing bad can happen. Mm -hmm. Lord, because I am here, because I am light, you know, I'm bringing light and darkness cannot, you know, I'm, I'm very bold in my prayers. Um, and there are, there's a part of your prayer where you're declaring things. And then there's a part of prayer where you're listening. There, there, there's a part of my prayer time when I go to God and I'm like, you know, God, I know you said this, but it's not quite working out. Can you make it clear for me? Mm -hmm. um, I need to understand this. And so I'm, I'm not, it's, you know, the word says that we don't, we shouldn't be worried about what we say when we pray to God, because he already knows nice. us on our hearts anyway. Mm -hmm. So we don't have to do that. Father God, in the name of Jesus, or, you know, it doesn't have to be so, you know, he knows um, I'm his daughter. Um, you, you, you're his daughter. Everybody just listen. They're his daughters and sons. He knows what's on your heart. He knows what you're challenged with. He knows what your questions are. And I, I've learned to just take everything to God in prayer, mm. every single thing, anything that I'm unsure about. I ask, I invite the Holy Spirit to come and walk with me. Mm. I, I say in my prayers, I'm putting on the armor of God today. My yeah. head is covered. Yes. I'm putting on the mind of Christ. I'm I'm saying these things because we just have to speak it sometimes for mm. us to feel like it. And the days that I don't pray or I miss it or I don't get to pray as soon as I get up, man, those you are notice. some challenging days. Mm. Those yeah. are some challenging days. And um, you know, it not only should we be praying, but we should be giving God the first fruits of our day. Yeah. So when you think about Cain and Abel, the reason why um, Cain's sacrifice wasn't received from God is because he didn't give it first. Mm. And so first matters. It, it matters. It, it's just, you know, you can't just say, I'm going to get to my prayers at eight o'clock. Yeah. You know, in, in the evening, you have to give God the first fruits of your day and he will give you the armor that you need to go out and handle the rest of it. Yes. And I think what's really apparent in that is, uh, you know, we're talking about a strategic prayer 
prayer or a, a prayer strategy, the reason why that's so important is that we have a strategic enemy and he knows our triggers and he knows how to disappoint us. And if we're not, as you said, standing on the truth, standing on the word, if we're not having regular conversations, daily conversations with with God to, and leaning into him, how can we possibly have the strength and not just our strength but his strength to be able to combat those flying arrows and things that 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 come to us on a daily daily basis so if you look back then to what you were doing before in in perhaps your prayer time to what you were doing now it sounds like you're far more strategic you've got a a, a booklet and I've, I've actually written down things in in my book because i'm starting this too this is how serious i am because i know that there is so much power in that and god can only work in us and through us as this amount of time that we enable. And I'm thinking to myself, I was thinking about this this morning in, in my passage that I read um, in, in Jesus Calling, and it was like, wow, now if we align our will with his and open, our, open ourselves up to him being able to work in and through us, can you imagine the impact that he can have through the work that we're doing, the people that we you know meet and so forth? So, so you're having a list, so you, you, you're reminded of what you're praying about. You do it far more intentionally. You give him your first fruit. What are some other things that you know that you're doing differently now than what you were doing before? And again, this may not necessarily be relevant for someone, but for someone who's listening today and thinking, I want to get, you know, do everything I can to have a solid strategy, it may just give them some ideas that I want to start doing that too. So what are some other things that you do? So one, another thing that I do is um, when when God has answered a prayer from my prayer strategy, I draw a line through it. I write, thank you, Jesus, next to it, and I write the day. Mm. And the reason why is because as I'm going over my prayers that are still on that page the next time, I can see it is very edifying to my spirit to see all of these things that are crossed out because I know that the rest of those things on the, that page have to be answered. And so I, you know, that really just excites me. I try to keep a record of wins. Mm -hmm. Another thing that I do is each and every morning I journal. So my time with God is about an hour mm -hmm. every single morning. Mm -hmm. I am, um, I just finished this great Bible study. I do Bible studies on my own. Mm -hmm. So I may have a Bible study at church, but, you know, God and I are always working on something. Yeah. So the earlier part of the year, um, I was led to do a study on obedience mm -hmm. because um, I was obedient to God, but not, I didn't have tedious obedience. Mm -hmm. And so um, the Lord started dealing with me about that. And he led me to a study on Jeremiah. And I, you know, I, I really loved that study. And so um, in addition to my prayers, I do some sort of Bible study and I do journal. So um, the Bible study that I just finished is called Experiencing God by Henry Blackie. I would recommend that mm. every single person that is listening, I'm not being paid for this. This is something that is going to really just take your relationship with God up about 10 notches. Mm it's going to take it up about 10 notches because you're going to see the way that God works through you. He invites you to work with him and then you have to obey. And then he starts to work through you to do what it is. And in that study, I learned things like 
Um, when we think that we're going to God to ask him for something, mm -hmm. the Holy Spirit has already put that desire in us. Mm -hmm. So he put the desire in us and we're praying for it. But it's when it's really his will for our life, we're just praying for what he already showed us. Yes. So, um, and when you think about strategic prayer, I want to take you guys back to when Jesus was born. So Jesus had intercessors. Yeah. He had people that was standing on the word until he came to pass. And so if the savior of the world needs needed prayer and intercessory prayer until he made it, all of our dreams, our goals, our passions, our families, all of these, like prayer is so powerful mm -hmm. and it's the most undertaught, but most important tool. Yes. So um, some of the, some of the things I do, I just want to go back to it is I have some sort of Bible study. I have some way of getting the word inside of me. Mm -hmm. um, and sometimes it's a guided Bible study. I wasn't able to just study a book of the Bible on my own. It took too long. Mm -hmm. I needed somebody to help me bring it along. So I would go to a Christian Bible store, a bookstore, and grab some Bible studies. And I'll just continue to do them every quarter. They're about six or 12 weeks long. And so mm -hmm. I have my prayers that I'm saying. I have the, the, the list of thank yous and all of the wins that God has done. And then I also have my journaling where I'm giving God my thoughts for the day. Lord, I'm struggling with this. I'm worried about that. I know your word says, do not be anxious for anything, but bring all the, you know, I, mm. I am, I'm still in the journal reciting, like acknowledging what I feel because mm. you can't ignore your feelings, yes. but responding with what I know. Mm. And what I know is God, you're going to deliver me. God, you are a provider. You have never let me down. And although I feel anxious at this point, I know that you're going to take care of this. Help mm -hmm. me to be at peace with this. So the journal is where I can be really honest because words are powerful. I don't want to speak it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I would rather write it yes. and write a letter to God and just let him handle it. Mm -hmm. Beautiful, beautiful. And I think something that we mentioned in the last show that, uh, and, and this is also one of the reasons that prompted this and how powerful it is as intercessors, as mothers, as uh, women who support other women, you know, we've got women in our community. When we start to intercede with our prayers for them and united and all of these prayers are flooding heaven, uh, just amazing, you know, for our families. And often we feel that we don't have control over things. And look, we, you know, we're, we're reminded that we often don't, but where we can control is our prayer life and what we say and what we ask and what we know and, and, and uh, you know, diving deeply into the word and just familiarizing ourselves with all of those powerful, uh, you know, um, I was going to say sentences, but verses that speak truth and life, you know, into situations where from a, you know, from a human point of view, we just wouldn't be able to control, but that's when we take it to prayer. What would be one last insight that you would want to share with people? It might be a summary of what you've just said, but to really just sort of, um, take this full circle and empower uh, the women and also the men who are watching and listening today to really start to, to be far more strategic in their prayer life. What, what would be one last insight you'd want to share? Uh, so I'm going to try to make this so quick. So um, just recently on a prayer call, I heard a story of a man who had written a book on what he saw when he was working for the enemy. 
So just like um, we have people on the earth that are praying, that are interceding, there are people that are strategically here um, that are, are not on the same assignment that we are. Mm. You know, um, I, I do a lot of study on like Satan's kingdom and how it works and mm. all of that stuff because I need to understand what I'm fighting mm-hmm. um, because the, the, the word says that we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, mm. but of powers and principalities. And, you know, you have to understand what the powers and principalities and all those people are assigned to. Yeah. I can't get into that today, but I do understand. So mm. I know what I'm fighting when I am fighting. And so um, this man, he was saying that when he was working on the other side, he remembered some things before he came back to the kingdom of God. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that he remembered is the heavenly fights. So he would see the angels of God and the angels of the enemy fighting. Mm -hmm. And two things he remembered is that some of the angels of God did not have on all their armor. So they would have like a helmet and a sword or sandals and a belt, mm-hmm. or the breastplate, and, you know, they didn't have all of their armor on, and he also noticed that as they were fighting, there were these vapors coming up in the heavenly realms, mm-hmm. just like a Vicks vapor up machine, the vapors are coming up, and so when he, um, as he was writing the book, he said, God, why did you, why did you allow me to remember those things, and he said, because I wanted you to, to share with the people mm-hmm. that the angels have on the same armor that they have that the people have yeah. so the angels that are assigned to me if I'm not putting on all my armor if I just oh. have on the breastplate and the and the sandals of peace and the helmet of salvation and I don't have a sword my angel doesn't have a sword hmm. and so we really have more control over things than we say, think. I don't want my angels not to have the full armor Yes, they're out there fighting without the armor because we are not putting it on ourselves. Mm. The Bible says that, you know, what we are doing on earth is happening in heaven. Mm. And so our angels do not have on all of the armor if we are not armoring up. And and then as it relates to the vapors, the vapors were coming up. But what he found is that the vapors were the prayers of the people. So as long as the vapors were high, the angels of God were winning. And when the vapors started to get low, they were losing. Yeah. And that's why it's so important for us to pray, not just for what we are praying for, but it's important for us to pray so that someone else's prayers can get answered yeah. because we're studying an atmosphere in which God can move. Yeah. That's why worship in church is so great. That's why people always say that things break when you're worshiping. Prayer is when you petition for something. Mm-hmm. But when you worship, things break because your angels can win mm. in an atmosphere of worship. They can win when you're praying. And so we think that our angels are responsible for the battle, but we are. Mm, we are responsible. Yeah. I can't so remember. If you want things. Yeah, no, go on, go on. If you want things to happen in your life, don't you need to make sure that your angels have the armor that they need and you need to make sure that you're sending up prayers yeah so true there's somewhere i'll have to look it up in the bible or people google it but somewhere it says that as we pray it fills up the bowl a bowl in heaven and then you know it gets filled and and then i think if i'm remembering correctly it pours back down in onto earth and it's kind of like i'm when i pray i'm thinking fill up the and, and pour it everywhere that it needs to go I, i'm fine well we know but i, I want to share it with everyone and i think if we all did that and continue to pour these prayers out 
you know, imagine what could be possible. Well, imagine what is possible and what will be possible and comes to fruition because, you know, it, it is it is what it is. And thank you so much for coming on the show again and sharing that. As I said, and as you said and reminded us, I think we don't realise, or we say that we know that there's power in prayer, but when we do so strategically, that is when um, things can shift and move and God can really move uh, in and through us in ways that... Um, is possible when we do that. So thank you so much. Now share a little bit more about the work that you're doing and how people can connect with you and find out more. So the name of my business is the Proverbs 31 Boss Academy. And after so many people have asked me about how to pray strategically, I've read many books on this. Um, a lot of them are kind of boring to me, but um, and, and they don't really drive home the prayer strategy. So I am actually right now working on a book to teach people how to pray strategically along with a workbook so you can have your entire prayer strategy by the time you finish your book and i promise you i Mm. promise you um things are going to change in your family you are going to change your life is going to change your finances are going to change even if you're doing good you're going to be doing great because you're applying God's secret to your natural. And so I don't have a a date for the book, but the Lord told me I had to finish the book by the end of September. So I am actively working on this thing. And um, if you go to Proverbs31boss.com and join our email list, you'll know as soon as the book comes out. But I am excited. I'm ready to change lives. I know that God used the the challenge that I had mm. to really bring him glory and I'm excited about yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. And Tiana, come on back once it's launched and we'll dive into a chapter or something, I don't know, just to, to talk about that again because I you know, the the thing that you said about the um the armor of God, I remember it would have been a couple of months ago and that theme continues to come up so important, you know, in, in what I was doing. And at that time I thought, Oh, there's there must be some more things into this. Again, we don't realize just how important it is to continuously have on the armor of God. Now that I know what you said, it's, it just makes so much more sense. Uh, and it's so important. How can we go to battle if, number one, we're not really aware or we don't really um, know who we are fighting? And how can we fight a battle if we don't have all our equipment? It's like showing up to work or to a presentation and you don't have your laptop. It's kind of, we wouldn't do that in business. So why would we do that when we're talking about our, you know, spiritual life and, and actually who we are and, and the reason why we exist? So very, very important. And once again, thank you so much for coming on the show. Now, would you, this is something I normally say a prayer at the end of each show, but I wonder, would you do us the honor of, of, of ending the show with a prayer? Oh, absolutely. I'll do it. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Father, we thank you. We thank you for every person that is represented on this podcast, whether they're listening to the replay or whether they're just getting it for the first time. Lord, we pray that this minister to their spirits, God, that they will begin to pick up your word and have a firsthand relationship with you, that they will begin to speak what you said and not what they see around them, God. I thank you, Lord, that you told us that if we will have faith 
as small as a mustard seed, we can speak to mountains and they will move in our lives, Father. Thank you, Lord, for reminding us how important your word is, that when we speak it, your angels have to respond, God. We just thank you, Lord, that they are responding now, that we that the light bulb just went off in our heads, Father, and that we will declare your word over our families, over our businesses, God over our communities, over this world, Father. We can change a lot of things, Father, by spending time with you, Father. And we just thank you, Lord, for just moving on our behalf, moving by your spirit, Father, and continuing to help us to gird ourselves with the armor of God each and every day. Our angels will not be unemployed, God, but they will be on their job because we will be on ours. It is in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for coming on the show and get writing, get writing. <laughs> I'm sure you I'm are. writing, I'm, I'm writing. That's I mean, good. I'm on That's track. Great. And even with this That's conference, good. I'm like, God, are you sure? I can't do this while I'm doing this conference. And he gave me a writing schedule last week. So guess what? Yeah. It has done. Mm. Somebody must be praying for this mm. because he's giving me a sense of urgency. He's like, get going. This needs to be out by the end of September. So I'm working on it and it's coming together really nicely. It's going to be fairly easy because it's just coming straight from my heart. And I already have a prayer strategy training online that I do. So it'll just be fairly easy to put it into a book and help you create your own strategies. I am looking forward to families being changed. Oh, absolutely. Marriages, businesses Mm -hmm. will be changed. And so I'm just glad that God, I'm just honored that God would just do this through me, mm-hmm. little old me, mm-hmm. but um, I'm excited about it. Yeah, me too. And reach on back once it's done and we'll get you featured on again. As always, you're such a blessing. Thank you for coming on the show and sharing your insights and helping us to, to really start thinking about uh, putting together a prayer strategy, putting one together. And then, of course, when your book is launched, uh, we can continue to implement those uh, insights into that as well. So thanks once again for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. Have a good night. Have a good day. (laughs) You've been listening to the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast, brought to you by podcastingwithpurpose.com. Stand out, be heard, influence. Want to influence real change with your own podcast? Access our free podcast training, including no-cost and low-cost tools and podcast production workflow checklists to get you started at www.podcastingwithpurpose.com forward slash mini training. That's podcastingwithpurpose.com forward slash mini training. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.